Sponsored by the Dunleary Ratdown Local Enterprise Office. You're listening to Business Eye with Joe Dalton and Simon Haig. Yes, folks, and welcome to Business Eye. As I'm looking out the window here today, the sun is shining, but I also believe that there's a bit of weather on the way, a bit of damp and a bit of rain, but I don't believe it because I'm all about positivity. And we are, I believe, in our 10th week now of lockdown. A lot of companies are starting to open up. The golf courses have opened up. You know, people are starting to feel a little bit more positive. I was speaking to a friend of mine in New Zealand this morning and they told me that the schools are opened up and the kids are going back to school. You know, things are starting to get back to normal. So we talk about pandemic, no pandemic. Is a survival? Survive to thrive. Do you know, there's a lot of activity going out there. But is there output? Are we meeting our clients' expectations? Are we really talking to our clients and knowing exactly what their needs are? There's many things that people are talking about. Sales, marketing, cash flow, customer service. A lot of these are questions. A lot of these people are trying to find the answer. As a good friend of mine and who I have on the line here, Wendy American, is an accountant and she has some an analogy which she talks about ice but I'll let her uh, fill us in on that and I'm going to just chat with her now about business getting your business from survival to drival Wendy are you there? I am Joe hi how are you? how are you? I'm great great <laughs> you're living the dream living the Absolutely. dream <laughs> Wendy you know there's a lot of people we move in this similar circles and you know it's after taking me a year to get you on the show because <laughs> you know even though you're a person with so much knowledge and wisdom you know you, you like to sort of sit behind the trenches and <laughs> uh, and just observe what's going on so 100% 100% on it and Companies still need to do their taxes. Companies need to still, you know, hand in their returns. The world is moving on. The economy is moving. As I said there in the intro, you know, there's a lot of activity, but is there a lot of output? So tell me, what are your thoughts at the moment? There is a lot of activity in terms of what we see on the account side. And we do have to prepare all the tax returns, even though businesses you know, at this stage, they mightn't have big VAT bills if they're closed. They might be getting refunds. But we still have to do the bookkeeping for that. We have to do the returns. If there's tax due and that can't be paid, we just have to still return that. We still have to get accounts done, even though the CRO has given us an extra filing deadline. You know, if we push all those things out until that time comes... We're going to be swamped at the second half of the year trying to catch up as well. So what we have is a lot of people at home working, minding their families, um, which is really, really tough. Like I have, you know, it's really noticeable that things are slower, which is no harm, obviously. But there's a lot of pressure on people as well that have to produce certain things. And then it's, you know, trying to help clients and manage how they sit with cash flow, you know, what's going to happen and looking ahead as much as we can 
for what's coming down the road. Yeah. What do you st- say to people about ice? About oh, <laughs> it was a great um, phrase. It wasn't from me though. Thanks. So it was um, Mark Schaefer's quote that we slipped on ice, but we haven't hit the ground yet. And that is the way I feel: is we're suspended in this limbo of. You know, we haven't, we definitely haven't hit the ground and we mightn't hit it for a while yet. And even though loads of people are talking about, you know, when they come back and they're reopening and stuff, I still feel personally I'm in the air and we're in the air because, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if people may or may not spread, you know, COVID, what will happen. We just don't know. So I do feel we're in the air for another while. And we just have to manage day to day. And how we keep ourselves on track during that time is the most important part of that. Yeah. Yeah. It, one of the things that I went speaking to a lot of people and a lot of business owners, and I think I'm blessed because I have the two radio shows and, yeah. you know, a lot of clients as well. That I'm, I always, I've, it's a good gauge speaking to people out there and, and yeah. testing the thermometer of what's going on. And what I'm finding is there's a lot of positivity. You know, there is that worry and there's that fear and there's a negativity with a, with a, with a portion of um, society. But a lot of the entrepreneurs and the business owners I'm speaking to, some are, some are repivoting their business. You know, they're looking at lean ways of uh, running the business moving forward. As you said, we're slipping on ice and we haven't hit the ground yet. But that's in business. That's really what business is. Business is, you know, if you don't like uncertainty, don't be a business owner. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, God, 100%. I mean, I'm in business 10 years, so I've obviously lived through the last recession. What I found in this time, and I think we had talked about it before, Joe, is, you know, the generation that maybe didn't have a business in the recession. And um, so the younger generation, this is their first experience of it. Yeah. And as bad as the last one might have been where, you know, different businesses affected It was affecting them at different times. So it was like one at a time and they were all struggling in their own way. This kind of big bang, you know, date for close. And it does seem, you know, it's greater for them. Um, So I do see a difference in age groups or length of time in business. Now, in saying that, I'm also seeing like huge creativity in that generation as well, um, where they're not just pivoting or just trying to put something online. They're actually rethinking a business model and what they're coming up with has been like some of the ideas that are been put in progress at the moment are just absolutely phenomenal and it's brilliant to see. And they haven't taken off just yet and they're still maybe in the pipelines, but it's brilliant to see that. And they are like true entrepreneurs, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like so many companies that I'm speaking to some people, they said they felt when this stopped and lockdown happened and everyone fell off the side of the cliff, they felt it was a sigh of relief for them because they were treading in water and trying to get their business moving before this. And this now has given them the opportunity to do the stuff that they wanted to do that they could never do because they were working in the business instead of on the business. And I see some people now launching products and and producing some goods, which are amazing that if this didn't happen, what, we're nine, ten weeks in now, they wouldn't have had the chance. And they're going to be coming out of this a lot stronger. Yeah, yeah. And I fully agree. I mean, there's 
we always talk about working on the business, but so few people actually do. And maybe the only time we do is when we stop and go to a course and think about our business. But then after that course or workshop, you just get back on the treadmill. You know, people actively, I encourage clients, obviously, to take time out. And when they meet me, it is everything's off and we talk about where the business is going and why and what we're trying to achieve with business. But at the start of this year, I suppose what I saw, you know, I felt like everybody was hyped up. You know, everything was going well for people that had suffered through the 2020 is going to be the year. <laughs> yeah, and it really, though, you know, like it really was. I mean, everybody was eager to see their numbers early because they knew they had made more potentially for 2019. So it's like, how quick can I do my accounts? How quick can I do my income tax? You know, I want to do everything really quickly. So this year for us, you know, you do see it that if things weren't so good, maybe people wouldn't be in a rush to prepare you know, their accounts to know what their numbers were like at the end of the day. But, yeah, this year took off with a bang and, you know... But is that it? Yeah, people are just on that treadmill that you talked about where, you know, taking that step off is really, really good and powerful. And even now you can see the divide and you probably see it as well from people you're talking to. There's certain people that are really using this as an opportunity to slow down and to really think about the future and why we do what we do and the bigger purpose maybe. Whereas other people you'll see that, you know, are just dying to get back to what was. You know, I just need to open, I just need to do this, I need to keep push, push, push. And they're nearly fighting against force, what force, we have force. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, yeah. I always talk about with the flow as you say. Yeah. Yeah. I always yeah. talk about, you know, it's not about forcing, it's about pushing no. a business along. Yeah. And you are right we were all in a hurry. And, I, yeah. you know, I've said this on the different shows and I've, I've said to yourself as well, you know, we get up in the morning and we rush to have a shower and then we rush to have our breakfast and then we jump in a car to rush to go to work and then we rush to, to get our lunch and then we rush our lunch to get back and, and so on. And what's happened here is made us, it's forced us to slow down. Yeah. And I think people who've been working on self-development over the last couple of years will find this slowdown a lot easier than people that haven't. And people that haven't might start to work on self-development as well because that is a crucial part of your business is your mindset. Everything is your mindset. We can look at marketing and sales and we can look at leadership and accounts and VAT returns and everything, but it all boils down to your mindset. Comes from inside, hundred percent. I mean, whatever we create is coming from, you know, how we think and what we're trying to create. So, yeah, like the people who are very aware and and not trying to fight, but you know, the general environment and actually use the time and the space are the ones that are benefiting and will benefit. For others, you know, whether they're maybe forced into slowing down and forced to work on these things. I think it's going to be a really positive thing, obviously. You're the same. I know that. You know, we think it's a good thing to slow down and to really become aware of what we're doing and why. Um, Because as you say, you know, accounts mean nothing if you're just rushing, you're not looking after yourself, you're push, push, push. Yes, you might make an absolute fortune, but at the end of the day, if you don't have your health, or if you're not keeping up your relationships with your family or spending time, you know, when it's your child's birthday, um, when you're not doing those things, is that really success, you know? Yeah. And I would say it's not. 
And many people say that, you know, success should be overall, general, business, relationships, health. It can't just be focused on one area. Yeah, and it, it's it's interesting as well because of we are in phase one now of the go back to, back to reality. And I know that some employers out there can't fill spaces because the people are getting more now in the pandemic um, payment than they were actually in their own work. And I wonder, I wonder how that's going to affect future employment and future wage. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's it's an it's a it's a kind of okay. So, is it a case of when you know when this payment runs out for a lot of people? Will you know will will there be that pain? But the government put it in because there there was no pain, so it was a good call from the government. Yeah. And it's there's always these you know these crossovers, the changes which are always very difficult with with people. And money money is what it's all about, isn't it? Money solves a lot of problems. Yeah. But you have to, you have to kind of go. Okay, you know, you have to. Thank you very much, but I need to now switch this off and get back into work. Thank you, government. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of the people that have this extra money now that maybe didn't have it before, as you say, like the lower earners, um, you know, I hope it's an opportunity for people to maybe learn how to save or to put money by. Because right now, let's face it, you can't spend on a whole lot. And I know what off-license are doing well. And I know the story is about, you know, the bottle of wine, the average cost of a bottle of wine going up, you know, because people are maybe spending on things like that. But at the same time, with that extra money, you know, they could be paying down little loans or they could have a put-by for a rainy day. And then, yeah, you know, this is a one-off period. It's not, I don't think anybody thinks it's going to last forever. It just might make them rethink having a bit of money in the bank, what it might mean, and maybe push them to maybe want to learn more, earn more. It's, never yeah. yeah. Do you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting because, you know, people are getting money, even, you know, even in, in their jobs, if their jobs are mm-hmm. just getting paid, and it's burning a hole in their pocket, and they yeah. will go and look at yeah, being queued the other day. There was queues out the door and woodies. And, but there's one thing that we don't really focus on is financial education, in a, mm-hmm. you know, where we talk about, you know, mindset and we talk about life skills and we talk about self-development. In our schools... You know, really, and then in our colleges, really talking about financial. You know, we, 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 home economics in school teaches people how to bake and sew and, and all the other science as well. But it's really that financial aspect, ma- making people ready to kind of go, this is your money, look after it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> how do I manage? How do I and manage like, it? I mean, you're probably like me. I mean, from me, it came from my parents, you know your dad saying you don't you do not you know borrow you don't spend what you don't have and you save and you put by a certain amount of your wages and that's what I was taught growing up you know before I joined the workforce and when I joined it and I'd, I'd still probably be asked by my father you know to make sure that you're still putting money by and you know parents will be parents but then there is maybe a generation or there's definitely a large volume of people now that aren't getting that from their parents because of the whole 
you know, credit cards and this idea of free money. Instant, instant, yeah. Spend, spend, spend. Um, but actually what was on the TV there during the week um, was, is very interesting. You know, the Owen McGee show of um, how to my, manage your money. Sorry if I got the name of that right now. But great little tips and one of the best shows on RTE. Because like that, maybe people aren't taught as growing up, but we're definitely not taught it in school. And um, one of the things I will do in time is actually create a platform where we share this knowledge with other people if they're interested in Don't it. Try. But it's just it's something that maybe people aren't aware of. And maybe they just don't know how to manage, you know, to be able to put money by into budget. There's a little a little skill, a little bit of learning. But it's very doable for everybody. It's a bit of common yeah. sense, isn't it? You know, I, I, it is when you're used to it, Joe. But I just wonder for people that have never seen it before, you know. I think I'm blessed with my wife, yeah. you know, being a being an accountant as well. So absolutely, yeah. yeah. Why did you get into an accountancy? What was your draw to it? Logic. Um, it was easy for me at that time. I wasn't great in school, and my accountancy teacher was Mr. Farrell at the time, and it is his fault. I often say that I am an accountant. <laughs> it was logic, it's debits and credits, and it was easy for me to get my head around. Um, and then that was just the basics of, yes, get through college. What I love about it now is very, very different, but it still comes from the same logic as in when you look at numbers, you can help somebody by looking at them with a little bit of insight to say, you know, if you've got three streams of income, but you've got, you know, one stream of income has a higher amount of overhead or time involved by you, well, then if we just stopped or maybe watched your time around that, you could actually be making a lot more money focusing on something else, which will in turn create a nicer life balance for you. You'll get home earlier, but you'll still be making the same or more money. That's the draw to to you know all of that now for me yeah, yeah it was very different when I started out <laughs> it, it, it's and you know it's about the forecasting and, and looking at the products and as you know with myself yeah. I, I part of what I do is I get people who are working in their business to start working yeah. on their business and I run them to a program and it's all about just you know answering those questions getting the clarity in you know looking at the product and and, and it's about also with, when you're working with another product, you know, it's what's their main product. And, you know, the triangle, you know, low-hanging fruit, the middle is, you know, what they're in, and then the top end as well, and multiple streams of income. And for me, it was it was originally looking, okay, I've done this forecast, and if I sell X amount of this and make this, I'll make this into the year. But it's also then says, okay, I've got this great thing on paper, this is it. You really then, I kind of went, okay, what people really need to achieve this is a mindset, is their marketing and the sales process to achieve what they want in their accounts. 100%, yeah. And it is mindset. I mean, to be able to stay on track, to be able to, you know, they do the program and everybody's very clear about what we should do. Um, and it's very easy to get distracted. You know, it's very easy for something to pop into your inbox and all of a sudden your day has gone very differently. Down the rabbit and, hole. <laughs> definitely. So it is one of those, you know, I talk a lot about time management for that reason is 
time management, life management, you know, looking after yourself, making sure you're focused on your business, the exact same thing, though. And right now, you know, whether or not the business was very, you know, profitable or not, looking for the future now and doing those exercises, you know, for products and for services and really watching where your time is going and deciding now, what do I want for the future instead of just, yeah, let's get back to what it was. Let's create the future by working those numbers and working those programs now, you know, without forcing it too much, I think, like just really using this time as, reflection but also action in doing that work doing the work that needs to be done what about the company out there who you know before this happened were suffering and they don't have to fight anymore you know and there, there might be that little bit of spark that they 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 have to do this do you understand that they have to do what what advice would you give to you know the companies that are kind of going i have to get back into it and companies who are who are in it now and want to plan for the future because I'm, I'm not buying this the new norm I think hopefully that it'll fizzle out towards the end of the year and people that are strong will 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 be do better at the end of this than people that, that you know have given up along it what what advice would you give to people in you know in in your industry that are struggling is it that are that are struggling yeah 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 um I suppose really reflecting on where you're trying to go and to remember that it is up to you ultimately. You know, you can feel empowered by that because you're taking back that level of control. You know, the people that feel maybe I have to do something and it's this outside force um, of what I have to do, to really reflect on actually this is my business. I decide where it goes. I decide what it's going to look like um, and start taking those things on board. I would say, as you say, you know, work on mindset, work on um, positivity, you know, and it's not just wishy-washy and, you know, dream thinking. It's actually, you know, there's proven facts about how positivity and resilience help us so much. So I would work on those type of skills 100%. Because, as you say, like, everything's going to come from you, the person, if you're the one leading this business. So, yeah, I wouldn't even, to be honest, I probably wouldn't think too much about the company and the business as such. If I was really struggling, I'd be working on me. I'm I would right. be working yeah. on my resilience. The other thing as well, which I think is important, that if people are coming back into their business and they are, you know, they have issues with with money yeah you know landlords or vats yeah. make that call have that conversation oh, 100%, uh, you know yeah. i i know that i've seen on twitter you know people companies you know were saying the landlord came in and just ripped down the premises while they were out you know there's you know and you're kind of going you know can they do that um mm. but it's have those conversations and because i think if you bury your head head in the sand mm. it just escalates into something oh, really yeah. bad yeah. But if you have yeah. the conversation with the bank or with the revenue or with, you know, yeah. you know, a landlord and go, look, I'm doing my best. This is what I hope to do. And be honest yeah. about it. Yeah. And it's and that conversation can relieve so much stress as well. Yeah. We 
will I am helping businesses obviously through those negotiation stages in the background and like that you know there's very few that I see that are just you know don't have a good relationship with their landlord or there's not you know some obviously still are struggling to open that line of communication and as you say if cash flow is going it's obviously the most important thing and knowing what you're going to owe revenue you know yes debt has been warehoused at the moment but one of the points um I had talked about recently was about the wage subsidy being overpaid. So certain businesses may or may not be aware of that, that if we're running a payroll and if revenue are due to pay you three grand, they may have paid four into your bank account. It's just, you know, how the system was set up and it's not perfect right now. But there is a balance due back to revenue. If that debt wasn't paid for Jan, Feb, you know, March, April, to know those amounts. And just really have a handle on it. Knowledge is power. Yeah. Yeah, but here's yeah. the thing. I think yeah. what people, what I understand, and what I hope will happen is when when the dust settles with this, the revenue then will come back and go. Okay, let's now let's go through all this. Yeah. And they'll go through, and if they see that some company has underpaid or overpaid. Uh, because of the circumstances, it'll be settled at the end of the year. You know, I, I I think that possibly will. There might be in other industries and in other parts, there might be a lot of amnesty. But I think then if if someone has made a mistake because of the pandemic and because of the rush and the fear, it'll be adjusted at the end of the year when things sort of yeah. fizzle out as well. Yeah. And it is just that point about knowing potentially what might come up. You know, when we see people getting surprises, that's the thing is nobody needs that as a nasty surprise. I always think it's good to know, you know, like you say, face it on that. Yeah, OK, I can't pay it right now, but I know how much I owe and I know it's going to be there at the end of the year that it's due. Yeah, yeah. So it's and, not and, to bury the head. Yeah. And if they can't, you know, if it comes up and it is a surprise, you know, yeah. a bigger surprise than you thought that surprise was going to be. You know, the revenue will, will go okay. Well, look, let's work out a, a payment, payment plan. plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and with landlords, one of the things about landlords as well, you know, landlords, some people, I, I think people think landlords are just sitting on a big tower and they don't have bills, you know, and they just yeah. get this money off you and that money then just goes on to eating, you know, <laughs> champagne and frog yeah. you know, and, and no, you know, no. th- they have bills and they have yeah. stress and they're putting pressure on theirs. So, yeah. you know, if, if landlord is speaking to his, it's a, everything is a, is a chain effect. It's a domino effect. Yeah. It's it's like... Um, we're all connected. We're all yeah. connected. Like, look at, yeah. the, you know, Grail talked, you know, mm. you know, Connemara is going to be, you know, no kids down there. So the Bannantees aren't going to have um, the school students in for the summer. You know, that means mm. it's going to affect... The, the, the pubs and not the pubs because kids can't drink but it, it, no, it's not going to affect it. the, 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 the shops and, yeah, and the buses and everything is, is yeah, yeah. 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 So it's, and we uh, all do and that's why as well mentally though if if people are struggling it's really important to acknowledge that yeah, yeah. and then for the people that are that bit stronger you know to actually help those that are struggling right now and to just you know maybe share that, help them with the resilience issues, help yeah. them focus on the future part and, you know, come through it together. 
as you said, it mightn't be as bad as we think. We just don't know. It's back up in the air. Yeah. Definitely. So it you is know. just to work together and to help each other. Look, we all, we believe, you know, there's a choice, you know, an A or B and people go, look, choose A or B. But I don't think that's it. I no. think there's a C as well, you know, <laughs> and, you know, C is about making the right choice. You know, standing back and going, right, if I'm broke, I'm broke. If I'm screwed, I'm screwed. So be it. Why lie about it? You know, really and truly, it's about just accepting things as they are and moving forward, moving forward on it. There's a great book on that one, Joe, since we often talk about books. You know, Susan Jeffries, uh, Feel Us Here and Do It Anyway. Yeah. She talks a lot about whatever happens, it's going to be okay. And if somebody was struggling, I would say if they could pick up that book and even just, you know, read that, it might help. There's some great scenarios in that. And again, like that, in decision A, decision B, no matter what happens, you're going to learn a lesson. You're going to learn and grow. So it's very, very, I thought it was an amazing book. Yeah. Ask questions. Ask lots of questions. Yeah. By asking questions, you find You'll the find answer. Yeah. You know, there's, there's <laughs> a lot of things going on in the media and in, in, in the world at the moment. I think there's a divide, you know, and if anyone goes against mainstream, you know, it's, they're a conspiracy theorist or a crackpot. But it's, 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 it's OK. Look, ask those questions. By yeah. asking questions, we all grow. That's yeah. it. That's it on it. Wendy, if someone wants to reach out to you about advice, about their business, about, you know, their accounts, want to really get a, a handle and structure, because I know that, you know, you, you're highly recommended and highly spoke of in, 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 in Dublin. Um, where can people reach out to you? My website is wendymerrigan.ie and on there there's a contact details, my phone number. I'm very active on LinkedIn and Instagram. So there's a lot of free information there as well. There's a lot of updates and sharing knowledge, which may help people too. Whatever way suits people, it is to reach out and find answers. Yeah. Perfect. You're like the Wizard of Oz, the one behind the curtain pulling <laughs> everything. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, Joe. Yes, folks, that was Wendy Merrigan. And I'd like to thank Wendy for coming on the show again. Uh, Wendy, you know, if you, if you get to know Wendy or check her out on LinkedIn, you know, the wisdom and the knowledge that she has in business is, is amazing. Business is starting to open. People are starting to, you know, look, how can I start? moving the business. As I said before, it's, you know, from survive to thrive. And one of the things that we need to sort of understand and get right, I honestly believe, is our sales and our marketing. And our sales is quite important because because of the social distancing and because that we can't have so many people in our premises or because we're slowed down because of technology or whatever it may be, it's important that you be able to qualify people fairly quickly. And there is a process, there is a method on that. That is, you know, being able to ask those right questions in a particular order so you know that the person is a customer and your product or service matches their desires, their wants and their needs. Do they have the authority and do they have the capital? So it's important to make sure as we move forward that your sales process is really, really good and your marketing is on message. Your marketing is speaking to your clients and actually knowing what they want so you can deliver. 
So I'd like to thank you all for tuning in and listening to Business Eye this week. Um, next week, we'll have some guests on talking about marketing as well. So look, you can reach out to me at joedalton.ie. Um, if you want to actually jump on, I have a free mastermind online, which it talks about mindset, marketing and sales. There are short little videos. Uh, you can catch them at jdc.ie. Until next week, be safe. Have a super, super, super weekend. I hope the weather is good where you are. And be happy, get focused, and enjoy each day as it comes. And take care. Thank you. You're listening to Business Eye, sponsored by your local enterprise office in Dunleary Ratdown. Together, we're making it happen.